0: Welcome to the Life Church Podcast. Our desire is to help people understand God's intention for their life. We hope for every listening, you are blessed by this week's message. Come on, let's just continue worshiping our amazing God. This is an amazing Sunday. Lift up your hands, everybody. Let's just give him praise. Give him the praise that is due him. He's given us the breath that we have in our lungs and he is asking and demanding us to offer it back to him in worship and in praise. And so I want to invite you to tap into this moment. Come on, quiet your environment around around you, whatever's going on. Lift up your hands and let's give God the kind of praise that he is deserving of. Come on, lift up your voice. Hallelujah. Let me help you. If you need to, you need to know what to say, begin with saying hallelujah. Begin to say worthy is our God. God is good. If you need to say, Jesus is Lord, go ahead and say he's Lord because he is. Come on, declare that he is your miracle worker. Declare that he is your healer because he is. Oh, I came excited about worshiping God. I came excited to lift up his name and I'm encouraging you right now to turn your attention towards heaven. Don't have your attention on anything right now. Hallelujah! we worship you. We bless you right where we are. As a collective voice, we lift up this praise unto your name and we declare that you are God. You're you're God above our flesh. You're God above everything. You're God above the circumstances we face. You're God above it all. And we're choosing to set our affections on you. We're choosing to get excited about what you've done in our lives. We're choosing to jump. We're choosing to shout. We're choosing to be excited about you. Lord, we are alive because you're alive in us. Hallelujah. Come on. Shout his praise right now. Come on. Give him a shout right where you are. Give him a praise right right where you are. Give him a praise offering. Give him a dance offering. If you need to clap, clap. If you need to jump, jump. But I want you to know you serve an, a, a God that's alive and he's demanding an alive praise. Hallelujah. A praise that is worthy of his name. Hallelujah. With all your heart, with all your passion, give him the praise. Do his name. Hallelujah. We worship you. I'm sorry if, if I'm a little th- too excited for you today, but I just want to encourage you to tap into the presence of God. I feel like too often we tap into the, other, uh, of, of the presence of other things, the presence of fear, the presence of confusion, the presence of lust, the presence of whatever. Ah, you need to tap into the presence of God. That's where freedom is. That's where joy is. That's where liberty is. It's in the presence of God. And how do you do that? Worship his name. Worship his name. So people of God, right right where you are just take a few more seconds lift up your hands let's lift up our hands right now open up your mouth and declare that he is God yeah declare that he is God over your mind if you've been bogged down with thoughts that have been weighing you down say Lord you're the God of my mind you're the God of my thoughts you're the God of my body if you if you are dealing with financial strain Lord you're the God of my finances come on declare that he is the Lord of it all Lord you're the Lord of my family you're the Lord of my my future Lord I've had questions about what's going to happen and how things are going to work out Lord I'm declaring you're the Lord of it all hallelujah you're the Lord over my body you're the Lord over my health I declare health and healing is flowing into my body because of your Lordship lift them up lift them up lift them up stop talking and thinking about things that minimize you that shrink you and try to shrink God in you No, it's time to magnify our God <laughs> hallelujah you ready you ready for the word I just want to give you 10 more seconds. Let's lift up another shout of praise. Hallelujah. Yeah, we bless you. We bless you. If you have to use your emojis, if you have to chat in the, in, the, in the chat box, let people know that you are a worshiper of God. Type, I am a worshiper of God. I am a worshiper of God. This is who I am. This is what I do. I do it freely. I worship him. Ah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I came really excited to share the word of God with you today. We're actually embarking on a new series called Destiny Shaping Prayers. Come on, type that with me, Destiny Shaping Prayers. This is our series, and here's some good news for you. I'm kicking this series off today, but you're going to hear from a couple of people that you don't often hear from, people from our church, they're going to bless you. So I want you to tune in for the rest of this month. It's going to be exciting. Destiny Shaping Prayers is the name of our series. We're pumped about it because we believe that there are some prayers you You need to be praying that are going to shape your destiny, that's going to give your life color, that's going to give it value, that's going to cause you to propel yourself forward by the grace of God. And so, I want you to get locked in on this. Today, my message is entitled FaceTime, FaceTime. FaceTime, and I think this is a very important uh, uh, message to kick the series off, because I really want to establish one thing today, and that is, before you talk about what to pray, and and, and how to pray this, and and, and how you should, you know, break through and pray, and all the things that you'll probably hear throughout the month, what's really important is that you value that you have access to God, you have access to God, you have FaceTime with God. Now, if I ask you a question, I'm going to ask you very simply to think about this question. If you had the opportunity to be in the room with anybody you wanted to be in the room with, it could be a celebrity, it could be an inventor, a scientist, it could be a historical figure, it could be a performer, whoever you wanted to be in the room with, who would that person be? Think about that. Think about that because I want you to see that whoever that person is, you chose that individual because you value something that they have. Maybe it's their knowledge, Maybe it's their wisdom. Maybe it's something that they have done that you find very inspiring. Whatever it is, I want you to see that it's that person, that that, that, that that interaction with that person gives you an opportunity to tap into a virtue. Tap into something that inspires you, that ignites you. And I believe that God created us to be like that. He put greatness in people's hearts. He put greatness in people's lives as an example to us. And guess what? You're no different. He put greatness in you so that you can be an example to others and so the reason why I titled this message FaceTime is because before FaceTime the app that's the term that people would use they would say oh I hope I have FaceTime with this individual I hope I have FaceTime with my boss I hope I have FaceTime with this person and and, and, and if I have the opportunity to speak with them and they see me and they get to know me I, I think I'll curry favor with them I think that that'll cause me to step up in this area I think that'll cause my life to be shaped a certain way but I want you to really appreciate this you also have FaceTime with God. And there are many times that God wants to FaceTime you. I want you to think about this scenario, because I think you could all relate to this. Have you ever got a call and someone was FaceTiming you, but you didn't want to pick up that FaceTime? You, didn't, you felt like texting, or you felt like maybe just talking over the phone, but you didn't want to FaceTime. Where are my, app, where, where are my iPhone users? Come on, my iPhone users make some noise. You know what this is. <laughs> Android, I guess you guys don't have FaceTime, but whatever video chat you use, you still can relate to that. Maybe it's WhatsApp, whatever you use. Have you ever been in a situation where you don't feel like showing your face? You want to talk, but you don't want to show your face. And I sense the Lord is saying, I don't just want to talk. To you, I want to see your face, and I want you to see my face. I want there to be a level of intimacy. I want to go beyond the surface, and I want you to think about this reality. Because a lot of times, when you do get FaceTime calls or you are in a video chat or a Zoom call, when you don't want to show your face, what do you do? You put on another image. You put a still image of something in the past, a time where you were happy. No one puts an image of themselves and they look down, right? No one puts an image of themselves and it's a horrible picture. The lighting is terrible. Or maybe they're frowning or they're poorly dressed. What do we do? We put the best image we can come up with on our phones and we use that as our still image and we interact with people because what we're really saying is I don't want you to see me right now. I don't want you to see what's going on in my environment right now. Here's a picture you can use. You can hear my voice, but this is what I want you to see. And God is saying, I don't want that. I want to see you as you are right now. I want to experience you as you are right Right now, I wanna see your face and I want you to see mine. Now, when I say see the face of God, you may say, well, that, that seems extraordinary. How can I actually see his face? Bear in mind, I'm not talking about seeing his face the way you see mine. The Bible says clearly that no one can see God in that light in this time. But he still wants to interact with you without any barriers. And so we'll see in scripture how he interacted with people and he used the term face-to-face communication, FaceTime. And what was he saying? That my interaction with you is without barriers. It's where you can see my heart. It's where you can see what I'm about. It's when you're naked and vulnerable before me. It's when I'm disclosing to you all that's on my mind. That's what I mean by he wants to have FaceTime with you. And before we get into destiny shaping prayers and what to pray and how to pray and how to say this and how to move heaven, all those wonderful things that you're going to hear, here's one thing I want you to really appreciate. God wants to have FaceTime with you because it's in FaceTime, It's in that mode of communication that you position yourself to move heaven on your behalf. God speaks in intimate ways. He is not interested in surface communication. He is not interested in your past image that you want to put up because you don't want to speak live and in color. No, he wants the real. He wants the right now. He wants you, and he wants you to have him because he is that kind of a person. He's not dodging you. So when you want to FaceTime him, he's not giving you another image. He's not saying, oh, this is a bad time, so let me me put a different image of, of, of who I am. No, he's always open wide. He always has his arms wide open to interact with you in a very transparent manner. You can trust God. I want you to know that. You know, I, I love the scripture found in Exodus, Exodus chapter 33, and it says, so the Lord, verse 11, so the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. He spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to us, you know, man, that's amazing. I didn't, I didn't even plan to say this, but I just, I just got a download. I just got a download of how to communicate with people better. <laughs> Very simple. Face to face. There's a lot of people who are afraid of communication. And this is what God describes us as. This is how a man communicates. And I know it means mankind. It could be a woman, but I want to speak to our men. <laughs> Don't be a man that is afraid of speaking. And there's a lot of times men and women, but I've seen this a lot of times. And men, they are afraid of being vulnerable. They're afraid of speaking their heart. They're afraid of interacting with people. And God said, listen, this is how you communicate as a man, face to face with your friend. And he says, you know what? I am like that. I communicate. And he demonstrated this in Exodus 33. He spoke to Moses face to face just as a man speaks to his friend. So I'm declaring if you feel shy, and reluctant to communicate your heart to people and most importantly to God that's going in the name of the Lord Jesus no more no more timidity, no more working and, and, and living each day with a veil. That, that's not going to move heaven. That's not going to shape your destiny. That's not going to make the difference you want to see. God deals in transparency and he wants to speak to you face to face. So if that's you, if I'm talking to you, you realize, yeah, I, I, I need to be more vulnerable with the Lord. I need to be more real with God. I need to really communicate the depths of my heart with God. That's God speaking to you. I want I want you to right now to make that commitment. Lord, may my heart be open to you. May my communication be open to you. May my may may I accept the FaceTime calls that you send me. And I'll talk to you about how that looks like. Because God, I believe, is sending you a call, and it's a FaceTime call. Will you pick up? Will you pick up? He speaks to you face to face. Look at John fifteen, verse fifteen. This is a very powerful verse. No longer. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. No. Do I call you servants? For a servant does not know what his master is doing. Imagine that. Sometimes people say, oh, we're just servants of God. We're just servants of the Lord, and we are servants of the Lord. That's very true, but we're more than servants. Look what Jesus said to his disciples. He says, no longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. In other words, you're not just a servant, because a servant, a person who's just a servant, he doesn't interact with his master on a personal level. The master just says do this do that I want you here I want you to pick that up I want you to make sure that this is in place and that's that if the master is doing something or planning something that has to do with his own affairs the, the servant doesn't have a right to know those things he is just concerned with what he was told to do but Jesus is saying something very powerful to his disciples he's saying I'm not calling you a servant as if you just you know don't have any dealings with what I'm doing or what the father's doing notice what he says for all things that I heard from my Father, I have made known to you. So how do you know if you're not just a servant when God is disclosing things to you? Can you think of a moment where God disclosed something to you? Where God revealed something to you? Where God showed you something that was going to happen? I want you to think about that because I want you to appreciate it this way. Every time you get a divine dream, man, I've had many divine dreams. Every time you get a vision, every time a word of knowledge comes to you, every time the word of the Lord comes to you, you know what? God is saying apart from the message, and that's that's beautiful. That's beautiful in and of itself. What he's saying to you is, you're not just a servant. I'm showing you that you are my friend. Glory to God. I love that you are my friend. He says, I've called you friends. Jesus is calling you a friend. And what does a friend do? He discloses things that are happening. He reveals things that the Father is doing. He shows you what's to come. So every time you get a dream, and the Lord is speaking to you through that dream, maybe you get a dream about someone. Maybe you get a dream about an affair. Maybe maybe, maybe there's, there's a prophetic word. Maybe there's something that the Lord is showing you about the future. I want you to thank God for that message, but also thank God and say, friend, I thank you that you would trust me with this information. Friend, I thank you that you would count me worthy to reveal the secrets of your heart. Friend, I thank you that you are letting me know what you're doing. This is what Jesus is doing and he's doing it because he sees you as someone he wants to have face time with. That's the communication he wants to have. Before destiny shaping prayers happen in your life you got to appreciate the room that you're in. You have the opportunity to be in the same room as God. Get excited about that. Get excited about that. That You have the opportunity to hear wisdom that you've never heard before. To know things you could never be taught before. To see things that no one could ever show you. You are in the same room with with the one who knows it all who can do it all who has it all and who loves you above all man that's a great room to be in will you pick up the phone because he wants to FaceTime you glory to God he wants to reveal himself to you in a deeper way I believe that when we pick up that FaceTime when we say I accept instead of decline <laughs> what happens we put ourselves in a position to see what's to come I'm speaking this over your life in the name of Jesus. You're not going to move in darkness. You're not going to be in uncertainty. You're going to know where you're going because you are a friend of God. Come on. Somebody declare, I'm a friend of God. I'm a friend of God. I'm a friend of God. You know, Abraham was considered to be a friend of God. And you know, before God judged the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, he said this to himself. He says, how shall I not reveal this to Abraham? How shall, in other words, Look at who Abraham is. Am I going to keep this from him? Am I not going to tell Abraham what I'm doing? Surely he didn't keep it from Abraham. He spoke to Abraham and told him this was going to happen. Why? Abraham was a friend of God. I want you to know, are you a friend of God? Do you consider yourself that way? If you do, pick up the FaceTime call. (laughs) I know there's some friends that you don't pick up the FaceTime call with, and that's because maybe your friendships sometimes could be a bit shallow. I know sometimes you might be in a compromising situation you really can't pick up, but I really want you to understand something. Sometimes it's just that you just don't want that level of intimacy. Don't treat God like that. He wants you to pick up that FaceTime call. He wants that intimacy with you, and you can have it. Look at the scripture found in Proverbs 27. Proverbs 27, verse 17. It says, as iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Do you realize that when you are spending time with the Lord, when you have no veil between you and him, when you are sharing your heart and being vulnerable with him, when your heart is open to his word, when there is nothing that you're dodging and you're not putting a a fake image out there, when, when, when when that's not the case, you allow God to sharpen you, to refine you. You allow God to shape you, to shape your destiny. You allow God to speak into your life in a more deep way. Sometimes we're like, man, Lord, I want to know more. I want to know more about you. I want to hear your voice. I want to ask you a question. Are you accepting his FaceTime calls? Because the FaceTime calls is not just regular prayers. It's the prayers that demand that you are intimate with him, that you are vulnerable with him, that you disclose your deepest hearts, desires and fears and concerns and disappointments. That's the FaceTime call that you need to answer. It's in those calls that you allow God to begin to shape your destiny. I think of, I think of, of, of Jacob. I believe he had that moment when he wrestled with the angel. That was a real moment. That was a moment of despair when he realized, I can't continue on this way. I can't continue on as a trickster. I need a breakthrough from God. And he held on to that angel all night until his breakthrough came. That's what I'm talking to you about. In order for you to see destiny shaping prayers take place in your life, you have to first answer the FaceTime call. Will you do that today? Hallelujah. I believe you will. Listen, this is, how the, the, uh, this is how this works. And I want you to really pay attention to this because first and foremost you have to know that God will always accept your FaceTime call never be like oh you know it's not a great time you know let me just give you an image let me just give you something that, that that kind of resembles me or something I did in the past no God wants to interact with you right here and right now so you never have to be afraid or concerned of being rejected I know so many people who feel like God is not listening to them God is not answering them God doesn't want to hear from them that's a lie from the enemy and if you feel that and if you felt that if you felt that God is not receiving you that is a lie from the enemy God receives you with open and I want to challenge you before you even say anything when you pray start off by saying this Lord I thank you that you receive me I thank you that you hear me I thank you that you love me I thank you that my time of prayer is a fruitful time oh I'm already depositing Thanksgiving I'm already giving that up because I believe that this is a fruitful time I'm already releasing this because I know that you hear me let me tell you something you start praying ain't like that, oh, all kinds of doubt, all kinds of uncertainty, all kinds of fear will begin to dissipate. God will always answer your FaceTime call. Are you vulnerable? Are you willing to be vulnerable before him? That's what makes the difference. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let me, let me share this with you. If you notice, your regular call has a different tone than a FaceTime call, Right? When your phone rings, you know it's a FaceTime call or a video chat by the way it sounds. Most of your prayer, most of your time of, of, of engaging God in prayer is going to probably be you just initiating. You just saying, okay, it's morning time, it's the afternoon time, it's, it's nighttime or, or whatever time it is. Let me just pray because I believe that's what I should do. I keep myself, you know, in the spirit. And then maybe you just release Thanksgiving. That's, that's like a regular call. But sometimes you'll get that FaceTime call and it will feel different. Just like your ringtone will sound different. When God is calling you for an intimate moment, it'll feel different. Sometimes it'll, it, it'll be an urgent feeling. Sometimes it'll, it, it'll be something that really rests heavy on your heart. Sometimes it'll be something that causes you to be alarmed, right? Like some people, I normally don't FaceTime, and they normally don't FaceTime me. So if they do, I take it as a more serious thing. Right? I take it as, oh, this is, this is unusual. And I want you to know that you're going to get those moments where you'll sense an unusual stirring in your heart. I believe this is a season where God is doing that already. He has been. It could, be, it could be in the form of waking up at odd times of the night, right? That's a FaceTime call. It could be where you're with a crowd of people and all of a sudden you feel God is saying, listen, this is cool, but I, I need to spend some time with you. You need to step away. That's a FaceTime call. It's not, it's not the normal. It's not the usual. It's, it's not just a cookie-cutter prayer time in the morning, prayer time at night. No, this is, this is, this is an urgent feeling. This is something I feel like God is calling me into something deeper and sometimes i believe we come into a place and i walk with god where we sense that and you have an opportunity to say yes i embrace that pull or uh maybe next week maybe tomorrow i'm not ready for that i'm not ready to go deeper with the lord yet i'm not ready to take that next step of consecration i'm not ready to go into fasting i'm not ready to put these things aside lord i'm not ready in other words you're saying i'm willing to talk to you but here's an image of the past. Here's an image when when I was my best. Here's an image when I was a great Christian. Here's an image when you can look at that person while I work out what I need to work out in the background. God is like, "No, I want you right here right now. You sense me, you feel that sense of urgency, you know I'm calling you. Will you answer the call? Will you deny yourself? Will you put things aside? Will you come up on that mountain so to speak and separate yourself from things that seem to be a distraction?" I I want a FaceTime. I want something personal. I want something deeper. I want more of you, and I want you to have more of me. That's what I believe Jesus is saying to you today, and I believe that this is the time where you make that declaration. This is the time where you make that decision. Lord, you have me. This month of August, Lord, I'm going deeper in you. This month of August, Lord, I'm answering that FaceTime call. This time, Lord God, I'm saying yes to that call. I believe that that's what the Lord is calling you to, and when you do, you're positioning yourself for your destiny to be shaped with destiny-shaping prayers. God will begin to put things in your heart. All of a sudden, you'll have, you'll be stirred to ask for things that you've never even thought of asking. <laughs> you know, I believe that your asking is so small sometimes. Sometimes we ask things for, that, that God is like, man, that, that's all you want? That, that, that's really what, that's, that's what's on your mind? That's what's on your heart? That's easy. But man, those are not destiny-shaping prayers. I want to do something that's more than that. I want to bless you more than just giving you extra money and giving you a place to live and all that. That's that's normal simple stuff. How about you ask me, Lord, help me to change the world. Help me to change my community. Lord, use me to shape destinies. God wants to answer those kinds of prayers too. Yeah, he does. And I'm telling you, it's in those FaceTime moments that you begin to get a, a courage in your heart that says, I gotta ask for more. Th- 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 I, I've been living too small. I've been thinking too small. I've been doing life too too small. I've been shooting my, my 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 arrows too small. My target is too small. I gotta I gotta I gotta go for a, a bigger goal. That happens in prayer. That happens in a FaceTime call. Will you answer the call? Man, I I just man, I, I don't know how eloquent this is coming out, but I want you to receive this. I just sense it so strong in my heart. God is saying, I want you to answer the FaceTime call. Me the voicemail. Don't deny the call. Don't give me a still image. I want you now. And I want you to have me now. That's what causes change to come. That's what causes the changes that you want to see happen in your life. Let me pray with you. I just sense to lead you in a prayer, a prayer where you are consecrating yourself this month. This is a month of consecrate. I'm just calling it that. (laughs) Where We're going to consecrate ourselves. It's it's nothing, you know, church-wide or what have you or format. I'm just going to be, we're going to be really speaking this into your heart that you're going deeper in prayer this month. I'm just deciding that right now as a church. We're going deeper. We're, 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 We're not going to phase into gathering again the same way. We're going deeper this month. We're answering that FaceTime call this month. Are you ready? Come on. I want you to lock in with me, people of God, because this is the time where God wants to do something amazing. He wants to shape your destiny. He wants your prayers to be of a certain kind. The prayers that Joshua prayed when he said, son, stand still. That's the kind of prayers he wants to move on. That's what he wants to do in your life. But that happens when you're answering that call. Father, come on, call him out. Call call him right, right now. Father that FaceTime call. Every distraction that I've given myself over to, I'm putting that aside right now. Father, when you call, I will answer. When you wake me up in the middle of the night, I will answer. When you tell me to pull over to the side of the road and give you some thanks, I will answer. When you tell me that you have a secret for me, I will show interest. Father, I'm answering that FaceTime call. Come on, call them out right now. Would you call? Call, call answering that call. I'm answering that call. In the name of the Lord Jesus, answer that call. Answer that call. I feel it so strong that God is saying, I've been calling, but some of you have not been answering, but well, you're going to start answering and God is going to start doing something amazing in your life. You're going to take on a new speed, a new level of speed in your life. You're going to be moving faster than you ever moved before. Trust me, God is not slow. God is moving very, very, very fast. It's that we got to get onto his program, onto his flow. Glory to God. When we get into his flow, man, you start picking up speed. This is the time for that. In the name of Jesus, Father, I'm answering that call. No more still images. No more denying you. No more putting you to voicemail. No more But I'm saying yes to the call. Father, you can see my mess. You can see my messy room. You can see my messy house. You can see that I'm not well put together. You can see that maybe there's some things that are disheveled in my life. Lord, I'm not going to be embarrassed or ashamed or keep me from going after you. No, Lord, you can see it all. Shape my life. Shape me right now. I'm calling you as you're calling me. And I'm saying yes to that call in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm excited about this. Woo! I feel stirred. I feel stirred. I hope you feel stirred. The Lord is doing something special in you. In the name of Jesus. Listen, before I wrap up, let me just invite those that are watching me, and maybe you have not even received Jesus as your Savior. Listen, you need to do that right now. Because nothing I said applies to you unless you first have a relationship with the Lord. You can't enter a relationship on your terms. No, 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 no. You can't just say, well, I'm just going to do this, I'm just going to do that, and and that's going to be enough. Because that's what I think is enough. Mm -mm. That's not how God works. God wants you to receive Him. He wants you to say, I need you. I believe you died for me in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that you have offered forgiveness of sins and I need to be forgiven because I'm a sinner. That's what He's saying. Yeah. So, right now, right where you are, would you say this prayer with me? Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive your Son, Jesus Christ. As my Savior, come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you pray that for the, for the very first time, you are born again, you are saved, you're a child of God. God bless you. Listen, give us an opportunity to help you grow spiritually. Give us an opportunity to help you take the next step. Would you let us know that you prayed that for the first time by sending us an email at info at NYLifeChurch.com. Info at NYLifeChurch.com. All you need to do is type three words, I receive Jesus. If you could just type those three words, send it. We will reply with a a basic email just showing you the next steps you should take, how to grow spiritually. Please give us the honor. We want to help you grow spiritually in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I'm excited for you. I believe that your best days are ahead. We love you. Amen. God bless you. If God is changing your life through this ministry, join us in reaching others by partnering with us today. You can give through our website at www.nylifechurch.com and click on the gift tab. Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe to enjoy more messages like this. Go and live a purpose-driven life.